Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Rise to the Top, a college football betting podcast with your host and number one college football handicapper, Freddie Wills. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, hey, it's been a long off season. Uh, actually, did not handicap baseball this past season, which was the first for me. Same with basketball. Solely concentrated on college football. Definitely my niche. Um, after all these years doing this, this is my ninth year doing this professionally. And uh, I can say that college football is definitely my specialty. Very proud to say that. So it's all I'm concentrating on moving forward. Uh, you know, this is another episode of Rides to the Top, a college football betting podcast. Uh, it's first episode of 2017. Um, today we're going to talk about the top five head coaches on the hot seat entering the 2017 season. Uh, before we do get started into that today, um, let me, um, you know, give a little, uh, information about myself and the show, especially for you new listeners. Um, you know, we had over 40,000 listeners last year. So thank you for everybody that listened and subscribed and gave great feedback. Um, again, I'm entering my ninth year doing this professionally I have profited for clients seven out of eight years with an average of a 47.5% return on investment per season. Last year, we earned a 34.21% return on investment over the five months that is the college football season. Uh, you know, you can you can go and download uh, my return on investment tool to predict your profit by visiting sportsbetcapping.com backslash college football ROI dot xlsx uh it's a spreadsheet you can enter in your own numbers just to kind of see how you would fare if you you cover me but uh, i did link to this uh tool in my show notes so feel free to access it Uh, another news uh, before we get started into this preview uh, i hate giving you guys all these advertisements but it it is the first uh episode of the season so uh, my early bird packages packages are up with less than a month to go you can get two hundred dollars off by sending me an email fw at freddywills.com and I'll invoice you with a $200 off coupon for listening to the show. And obviously, uh, even though we're a month before the season, it's never too early. Subscribe to Freddie's premium sports picks newsletter free at freddywills.com. All right, let's get started. Uh, the reason you guys all subscribe to listen to whether you're on your way to work, Oh, I know. Or, uh, if you're on your way home from work, uh, Never a bad idea to download this podcast. So um, my number five head coach on the hot seat today, Jim Mora, UCLA. Jim Mora, excellent recruiter. He, in my opinion, is a bad coach. Um, Many would argue it's because of injuries over the past years, but you can't simply give that excuse every year. UCLA, year in and year out, ranks among the best in recruiting. Their five-year average recruiting rank is 13th in the nation, and the results simply aren't there. I'm sorry. Uh, and they've actually been declining over the years. His his first three years, he tallied 29 wins. Great. Things were on the up, looking up for UCLA. But the last two, he had just 12, including a 4-8 and eight season last year. And uh, Jim Mora has a huge game to open up the season with Texas A&M. This is a critical game in the hot seat scenario. Stay tuned um, to hear my reasons why. 
But uh, the schedule is not easy for UCLA, and we will actually talk about that on our next podcast when we talk about the teams with the toughest schedules for 2017. Another uh, reason to listen to the show, um, not only am I going to talk about, you know, typical situations or typical article articles that you would read on ESPN or any other college football website, but I'll give you what I think is going to be a betting edge. So it's very well known that Jip Mora is on the hot seat. It's very well known that he is not coached well. And if I have an opportunity to back him because I just see betting value, because I know everybody is going to be fading him because of the fact that, um, you know, he should be fired after this season, let's be honest. And um, I think there's going to be value. I think they will be underdogs. This is the first season in three years where we're not coming in with a ton of hype on UCLA. And let's not forget, he has the best quarterback in the nation, arguably, uh, I mean, at least on paper, and Josh Rosen, that in terms from raw stat ability, number one quarterback coming out a couple years ago. And uh, obviously he got injured last year, so people forgot about that. And um, I think if you have an opportunity to take UCLA as an underdog this year, there might be some betting value. And one of the reasons is the fact that they went 4-8 and eight last year. Another reason is the fact that uh, Jim Mora is being called out in the media. He's supposed to be fired after, after this year. And um, I still think he might be, but um, I think there's going to be betting value many times this year with uh, Jim Mora. I don't typically – Love the Pac-12 as a conference to bet on. Uh, A lot of uh, crazy games, unpredictable games, and unpredictable results. But um, I think you can pick and choose your spots. Um, UCLA does have nine returning starters on offense this year and six on defense. So uh, the potential is there for a major rebound. And is I I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep more around. It really depends. Uh, some of his recruiting has actually started to decline as well, but uh, I do think this team will be back in a bowl game this year. Will Mora keep his job? I don't know. Will we win money betting on and against him this year? Absolutely. Moving on to number four, and I kind of hinted at this one, Kevin Sumlin, Texas A&M. Texas A&M will open up against UCLA in week one. Now, let's be honest. Uh, some people might be surprised that Kevin Sumlin's on this list Uh it's really challenging to play in the SEC West. But since Johnny Manziel left the Aggies, it hasn't been that easy going, um, despite this team was ranked in the top four at times last season. However, his early success could lead to his demise as the Aggie fans are expecting big things every year. And in the past three years, despite getting hype, despite being ranked early in the season, In the last three years, this team has not finished in the top 20. And that speaks volumes. Kevin Sumlin, number four on the hot seat. And um, let's break down a little bit more on where I see this team going um, and where they came from. So, obviously, they play in the most competitive conference in the nation and in the best uh, part of that conference, the SEC West. Sumlin is just 21-19 and in the SEC in his career and he's only 26 and 21 versus Power Five conferences. Not very good when you're talking about Texas A&M. This team's supposed to be a perennial contender. Uh, what's even worse is they have really played poorly down the stretch, and that's when it matters the most. Going five and 12 the last three seasons over the last four weeks 
just does not cut it. This 2017 version has just 12, 12 returning starters. They lose their quarterback, veteran Trevor Knight. They obviously still hold wide receiver Christian Kirk, who many are saying is the best wide receiver in the nation. Um, I will break that down on a future podcast when I talk about my top three players at each position. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. But uh, Texas A&M also lost their top defensive player in the nation, Miles Garrett, to the NFL. Um, You know, this team's got a lot to overcome this year. They have that huge game to start the season against UCLA. I could see things going one or two ways. They win that game, hey, maybe they get on a little bit of roll like they started last year. They lose that game, oh, it could be a disaster. I could see Kevin Sumlin being fired in the middle of the season even. Um, You know what? My guess is that uh, Kevin Sumlin's going to be out after this year. Stay tuned to my toughest schedules. And uh, I will be breaking uh, breaking down this this team a lot further. And um, you know, obviously, a lot to be uh, thinking about with this team before you start betting on them or against them. Moving on to number three, coaches on the hot seat here: Butch Jones, Tennessee. Now he's another guy that has done a masterful job recruiting the last few years, but honestly. It hasn't happened on the field. He still has not been able to win the SEC East over Florida. Despite beating Florida last year in comeback fashion, they still fell short. Now, he's off back-to-back nine and four years. So many could argue, hey, you're crazy for throwing him into this list, especially at number three. But uh, hold on a second. Over his four-year career at Tennessee – He's just 18 and 21 against Power Five opponents, and I know they play in the SEC East, but he's 0 and 8, 0 and 8 for SEC West opponents. That's not going to get it done. That's not going to win the SEC East. That's not going to get you into the college football um, top four college football playoff uh, contention, which is where Tennessee expects to be. I mean, in reality, this guy barely has a winning record against the SEC East at 14-10. and 10. This has all happened with the most talented team in the SEC East, at least the last few years. Seriously, recruiting-wise, they've had the best team. And now, unfortunately, Georgia and Florida have caught up in talent, in my opinion. And Tennessee just lost their star quarterback in Joshua Dobbs, graduated a very talented running back in Alvin Kamara. He he really wasn't just a running back. He was kind of a do-it-all type of player. Um, he got drafted. They do have 14 returning starters. The schedule is tough. This is going to be a tough, tough team. And strength of schedule, ah, I don't know what to make of this team. I think you might be able to bet them in the third or fourth week because they do have a lot of starters. Despite going 9-4 and last year, they got off to that hot start, all those comeback wins. They got roughed up on the defensive side of the ball. I think their defense will be just as good, if not better. And um, there's going to be times I'm going to back Tennessee this year, no doubt about it. And one of those reasons is Butch Jones coaching hot seat in the media. And if this team loses a couple games or doesn't play well, I – I mean, the talent's there. i got to back them. Even though I don't like Butch Jones as a coach, there's potential to bet on them. I'll get into it 
later on another podcast. Let's keep moving along here. Um, but just a quick reminder before we do. Subscribe to Freddie's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter, free at freddywills.com. All right, one of the more frustrating guys on this list, to be honest. Um, number two, actually, this is where I was going to put Hugh Freeze when I was writing this article, and um, he just resigned this past week, so uh, we, we're, we're just not going to go there. But uh, Brett Bielema, Arkansas. We're talking another SEC coach on the coaching hot seat. Bielema, honestly, he's one of my favorite coaches in the nation, especially for his style of play. Uh, but Arkansas, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased because I, I do like Bielema, and I've backed them many times. Many times they've won for me. Many times they've cost me. Last year, actually, it cost me twice. Both play the days. Uh, we went 14-9 and nine on the season on play of the days. We're 63% in our career on max play of the days, but we lost twice on them, and both times it was because of poor, poor coaching. They had big first-half leads, and then they caught, they they coughed the game up in the second half, and we've seen this before from him. But uh, in more detail, Bielema, I mean, he's got to clearly be on the hot seat here. There's no explanation for a 10-22 and record in the SEC after four seasons. I, don't keep, I, I really don't care if you're in the SEC West. Bobby Petrino, Houston Nutt, Ken Hatfield, and Lou Holtz all were much more successful with over 500 records in conference play. Arkansas is one of the best places to recruit, and I just think that his style of play maybe isn't working. Um, it might be time for him to go. He's he's 7-17 seven and 17 against the SEC West. Three of those wins came against Ole Miss. Thank God for Ole Miss. One actually came in miracle fashion. I think it was like a fourth and 25 or something. And I don't know, it was a crazy play. I'm sure you can look it up, Arkansas crazy play, and you can see it. Otherwise, this team would be 6-18. and 18. Anyway, Bielema will be out for sure if they don't get to a bowl game, which is a strong possibility, especially considering they return just 12 starters. Their schedule is brutal with just three SEC home games. It could be bye-bye for Bielema after 2017. I will say the good news is he's getting his starting quarterback back, unlike the previous guys on the list, Butch Jones and Kevin Sumlin. So, you know, getting your quarterback back definitely helps. Here we go, number one coach on the hot seat. This guy also not getting his quarterback back. Um, Brian Kelly, Notre Dame. So I went from one of my favorite coaches in Bielema to one of my least favorite coaches in Brian Kelly. After all, in eight college football seasons of professionally handicapping, I ha- I've had, I mentioned it before, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn too much, but I had one losing season. And ironically, it was the year I picked Notre Dame to cover the 10-point underdog spread against Alabama in the national championship game. It, ironically, again, also my only against the spread loss in a conference championship game. I've gone seven and one. If you followed me for years, you know that I'm notoriously hot during bowl season in in the conference championship game. I just don't lose. Another reason why I'm one of the best at at, at this uh, breaking down teams, getting you guys betting advantages. 
Uh, you know, my personal vendetta against Brian Kelly has nothing to do with how he got to number one on my hot seat. I mean, Kelly is coaching one of the easiest places in the nations to recruit star players, and he somehow has screwed it up recently. Things obviously started well with uh, Kelly at Notre Dame. They got to that national championship game, but since then it's been dreadful. He just follows up a 4-8 season, and that just does not cut it at Notre Dame. Anything less than nine wins this season, I think he's out. He's he's handling this team right now like a desperate man. I'm, I kind of have mixed feelings about whether or not I like it. He's actually hired in total 17 new staff members, including a new offensive, defensive, and special teams coordinators, along with a strength coach. I mean, honestly, who wants to work for this guy right now? I, I mean, I'd be scared. And, I, I mean, some of the the way he uh, handled the, the coaching moves during the season last year, I didn't think were very professional and, uh, you know, I, I honestly don't like how he uh, – I, I really can't stand his antics on the sideline. Uh, that's just me. Again, real clear, he needs nine wins this year or he's out, in my opinion. There is good news for him, though, uh, and this is where we might get into uh, are we going to back this team. I mean, obviously, Notre Dame is, is one of those teams that I like to fade just for the fact that they are a national team on national TV. Teams like uh, – betters like to back them, so there's not always – a betting value to to back Notre Dame unless they're an underdog or in the right situation. It might be the right situation early this year to back this team. They, as I said, return 15 starters, which include eight on offense. Now they do have a new quarterback t- taken over, and, and we'll talk about that in another podcast, but uh, they lose Deshaun Kaiser to the NFL, and then uh, their backup Malik Zaire, who many thought would start. He transfers to Florida. I think that might have something to do with all the <laughs> coaching moves, Kelly. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but uh, he transfers to Florida. However, I do like some of the moves that Kelly made, bringing in Chip Long, the Memphis offensive coordinator. If you know anything about that offense, they were just elite, and they, they did well against SEC teams the last couple of years. So um, I'm confident this offense will actually get better, but it will – all come down to whether or not this team could get a fast start. The schedule will play a critical factor in what happens with the season, especially in week number two. Despite Kelly being my number one target on the hot list, I do think he will stick around with the coaching changes he made. Chip Long, offensive coordinator and defense coordinator Mike Elko, who came over from Wake Forest. Uh, if you know anything about Elko, he just had three straight top 40 defense defenses at Wake Forest, despite absolutely zero not five-star recruits but not a single four-star recruit either Notre Dame's defense obviously ton of four and five-star recruits every year Um, this defense was banged up last year and although they returned just five starters the talent level is really there I really am interested to see what Elko has in store for this team and if the defense can carry them like they did the year they went up to uh, lose to Alabama in the national championship. Potential is there for nine or 10 wins. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say nine. And uh, let me look up real quick what Vegas is predicting. Let's see if I can find that really quick. All right. 
So, and we'll, we're going to have another podcast uh, going over and under for, for team wins. And actually it's seven and a half. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I would, I would bet on the over for this team. Um, but anyways, that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Please make sure you give us a, you know, five-star feedback on iTunes, subscribe to our show. And obviously, you should also subscribe to Freddie's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter, free at FreddieWills.com. want to remind all of you guys that uh, my next few episodes will cover some hot topics. We'll get to all of these topics before the start of the season, August 26th. Uh, toughest schedule, returning starters and experience. Team over-under total wins, my top three players at each position, surprise and most improved teams, a lot of betting value in that podcast, one of my most popular ones actually. But uh, until next time, take care. Remember, the will to win is nothing without the will to uh, to prepare. We'll talk to you guys soon.